and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Edmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And we got a new kitten in the recording studio this week, so we apologize <laughs> if you hear rustling or the sound of his collar bell or meowing. <laughs> it's, it's all me. If you hear the meowing, it's me. Yeah. That's right. Um, so we had our listener request uh, this month, oh boy. and uh, the winner... Three for three. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. The winner was Josh Asplund, and he requested uh, Doom 2, D-H-O-O-M. And if you have not heard of this movie before, it's because it's a massive Bollywood hit. An international production, and it's also, and this is what you're going to hear a lot during this episode, we're going to try to keep it at a minimum, two hours, and how long was it? Two and a half. Two and a half hours. Which is the normal length for most Ugh. Hindi films. Ugh. And there's usually an intermission in between both parts. We mm. we watched it in two parts and we took a day's intermission between them because I, I, I could yeah, not yeah. It's because your hair was blown back so hard. <laughs> I was I mean, like, I can't handle it. When April said that we were going to have to watch Doom 2, I was kind of like, ugh. I had watched it a few years ago and I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. But this time, sitting down and watching it, the first 90 <laughs> minutes, so much fun. It's, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd heard of it. I knew mm. of it I, I had no idea what the hell it was but yeah. I, I definitely heard of it because I it's probably come up on like Crave or Prime Netflix well, it, it was, was on there yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah Netflix has tons oh, tons of Bollywood it films. does and it's not there anymore right but that's, okay. it was there before that's definitely where I saw it then so let's talk a little bit about each of our histories with Bollywood movies this is the first Bollywood movie I've ever seen <gasps> um, in film class uh, school, uh, college, I saw a movie called Bollywood Hollywood, which I looked up today. It's a Canadian movie that's yes, a parody is. of Bollywood movies, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand any of the references at the time, so I don't remember much about it except that it had songs. So well, this is my first one? Why would they show you that one? That's a weird one. I don't one. know. By like a, Mother India or Cholet they could have shown done you. Done by a, a, kind of a famous Canadian director, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't really get it, and so this is my first exposure. What about you, Colin? You love Bollywood, right? Oh, I love Bollywood. Well, I lived with my buddy, Russ, who I went to high school with, we've been friends. He's uh, Indian, and uh, we were roommates uh, after after university. So we lived together for about five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other Indian friend OJ would always come over, and he would he would bring Bollywood movies. So yeah, he, they they were on rotation at the apartment uh, when I lived there. I can't remember any of the names. I think like Kuch Kuch Hotehe was one. I can't, I mispronouncing it. Yeah, the problem with Bollywood movies in my opinion, as far as, you know, English-speaking people watching them, is that they don't (laughs) have English titles. They Uh usually Mm -hmm. have um, the Hindi or the original title. So, like, something like um, Doom is not going to be called... Uh, I don't know, like super cool guys. <laughs> so you would know what, it, like Hong Kong films, they're yeah. not literal Hong Kong titles. I see, okay. Because like the killer is two blood splattered heroes, I believe. Oh, in, okay, okay. Um, Cantonese. And because Hong Kong was a British, um, you know, colony, they, colony, they, yeah. they owned it for 99 years. Um, everything had to have English subtitles and English titles, which is why Hong Kong cinema could uh, have that kind of you know penetration. While okay. Bollywood, while it was under British rule mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, the movies never really kind of you know were able to become big in North America. Oh, I see. Okay. So you would say it just wasn't really your thing. It's not my thing, and and you know uh, you kind of get the gist from 
the Simpsons. I think the Simpsons sort of parodied them. You know, people sort of pop out from behind trees and start singing and they have elaborate musical numbers. Uh, that was my view of them. I never kind of stuck around to watch a lot of the movies, but uh, it's it's what I expected. And I'd seen clips from, uh, you know, movies online, just crazy action scenes, mm-hmm. and, you know, from various movies. So it, it's about what I expected. My say. knowledge of Bollywood cinema is pretty small. Again, because... I don't know. It's just, it's tough to get into them. They are very long. They're two and a half hours Ooh. each. Mm-hmm. And the thing about them is that a Bollywood film is usually like, especially uh, masala films are everything in it. Like yeah. every kind of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So there's musical numbers. There's action scenes. There's comedy. There's romance. Yeah. But it's not paced in the way that, yeah. you know, North American viewers expect where it's all over the place, but it's also like, it'll open with a great action scene. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there'll be a great action scene at the end. And that's all there will be. Yeah. So it's a little bit like, oh, I like this one thing and I'm not getting more of it because you're giving me different things that I'm not reacting to. But I love musical numbers, especially the big eight minute Bollywood ones. I mean, I do too. And I kind of found, you know, like it's what you're saying they're very overstuffed with just about everything Mm -hmm. um it's a particular and what i think that doesn't resonate with me it's just a particular energy that you really have to be tuned into yes if you're not on board from the beginning Mm -hmm. uh you're going to be fighting it the entire way and i think that's what well it'll feel silly and dumb to you because you'll be like ah it's too much joseph khan's torque i kind of get (laughs) that that sense of humor like watching a lot of hong kong films Mm -hmm. uh sometimes the humor doesn't translate it can go very broad yeah like the the comedic sidekick i i I thought oh this is kind of like a hong kong movie and that it's very like you have the the regular straight man and then this like wacky partner who's always getting into hijinks (laughs) and so this movie is a sequel to the original doom which I saw 15 years ago and remember nothing about, but it started as a Fast and the Furious ripoff, mm-hmm. essentially. Oh, yeah. And this part two seems to be taking inspiration, and I looked at the years and it would be right, from Too Fast, Too Furious. So it's like Miami set, and it's really bright, and also Mission Impossible 2. Mm-hmm. It felt like Triple uh, X uh, mm-hmm. at some point in the, the, bit, yeah. the beginning sort of train heist. Mm-hmm. It felt like, whoa, this is Alexander Cage, and I thought this was the hero of the movie because I had no idea you know, what this movie was about. So from what I can tell about the Doom movies is that they're all about the villain and there's a new villain each film and he's like a big superstar Mm -hmm. and like the film, there's heroes in the film and this one played by Abhishek Bakshan, Mm -hmm. the son of Amitabh Bakshan, essentially the biggest Bollywood star ever. He's the bad guy in this one? No, he's the son. The main character. Yeah, not really because the villain's the main character. Yeah, right. I mean, you can't tell. It's just abs all over the place. Oh man, the (laughs) eyes. He's a handsome, handsome Man. Oh yeah, the yeah. bad Mr. A, the oh, bad, yeah. the bad guy. Oh, he, Mr. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Mr. A, who's played by I'm gonna butcher this name, um, Rictic Roshan. Okay. okay. Yep. And um, let's just call him Mr. A. <laughs> Mr. A. Yeah, yeah, Mr. A. And he's introduced in this film like as the Queen of England. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just saw the Queen over there. Yeah. And it's like, because he's a master of disguise. <laughs> as they say many times. He's actually a good master of disguise, though, because I was like, that doesn't look right, the Queen. But I, I didn't know that who was well, under I there. Well, I saw the Queen and I said, that's a 
that's a dude. Yeah, in a, in a costume. And yeah. what does he do? He gets on top of the train where he stole the diamond, and yeah. then he backflips off with a, I guess, a sandboard. Yeah, it's like yeah, a sandboard. It's, it's like a boogie board, board or something. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like boogie boarding um, on the train as it's going through the desert. Oh, then he radical. Jumps back up. Yeah, this is why I'm saying it's like it felt like a triple X movie. Yeah. It's like this, this is something. This is something Xander Cage would do. Yeah. I'm I surfing, live for the shit. I'm surfing the dunes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at the beginning of Triple uh, X, Tony Hawk is there. I think he's driving the car. <laughs> oh, crazy God. man. Man, oh that's God. the best skateboarding I've ever seen. So Mr. A, who's the villain in this movie. Yeah. And is he really a villain? Because uh, what he's robbing are victimless crimes. He's got a heart of gold, as <laughs> yeah. we'll find out. But there's so many characters in this movie because it kind of, it did like feel like two movies because it's like you have our main character, the cop, and his partner. <laughs> Ali. And he, and, and, um, his female partner. Um, right. So there's the, those. It doesn't really matter because she's going to disappear after 90 minutes. I know. Minutes. So yeah, then but then she, she comes she back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's um, Jay who is um, right, Jay. Bakshan and then there's Ali. Ali being the comedic. He's still muscular but he's yeah. like, whoa, he's yeah, always he's, crazy. He's always shirtless. He's a bumbling oaf an and shirt. kind of a creeper. He's like a, you know, yeah, he's, he is. he's a kind yeah. of a perv. Any woman that comes in contact with him, he has fantasies of having multiple children with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's shot in a really funny way where he's just like standing there and like kids like plop on screen but we're introduced to jay in the most awesome way where a drug deal goes wrong (laughs) on a boat and jay pops out of the water on a jet ski flying a hundred feet in the air to shoot the people in front of him yeah it started off quite promising it was it was hard to tell and i didn't i i hadn't quite grasped the tone yet and you know from the after the surfboard and the the surfboard is this serious well i'm like Is this a parody of action yeah. movies? It was kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. The train heist, especially because they're doing all the quick, like bullet zooms. No, that is just straight that's, face. Yeah. that's how Bollywood, do, Bollywood does their action. And we have to say, this is two thousand six. This mm-hmm. movie, it's, it's very like, two thousand six. Boy, does it ever feel like two thousand six? Especially with the fashion. Everyone is wearing boot cut jeans <laughs> yeah. and square toed boots, <laughs> and like mini skirts and uh, like bare midriffs. Lots of big belt buckles. And yeah. So these cops are put on the case to catch Mr. A. Mr. And uh, we didn't point out that Mr. A throws a ninja star like A to yeah. every time he robs something. That's like his signature. Yeah. It's calling card. It's and um, um, Jay Amitab, let's just call him Amitab Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, finds, figures out that like the calculation, how to know how he would strike. And it's like that scene in Black Dynamite where Black Dynamite's like, this is what they're doing with the... <laughs> you haven't seen that? You don't remember that scene? Oh, I have seen Black Dynamite. There's like this long scene where it explained where, and it, in Doom 2, it almost feels like a parody where he's like, you know, all these numbers add up. And if you multiply that number by how many times he's done it, you'll know when the next crime will yeah, take place. It was, right. And he's like, and it's going to make the shape of an A. <laughs> so it has to come <laughs> through Mumbai. That's yeah. very silly. And so they figure out what he's going to do. And what is he robbing? I think it's, it's like a diamond a or something. It's a sword. It's like, isn't oh, it yeah. like a glittery sword? No, that's the third crime within the first 90 minutes. Yeah, oh. the, the diamond is the first one, I think. Oh, yeah, because he replaces it with a holographic diamond. <laughs> yeah, yes. which, okay, and this is my favorite part of the movie was, uh, this got a big laugh. Like, oh, yeah. Where when they cut into the museum and he's the master of disguise. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and all they, the cops are looking around and you're like, wait, who could it be? Where is he? <laughs> and then they have this sort of like marble relief statue on the <laughs> yeah. wall and he's dressed up in, because you kind of see him putting on white paint yeah. and he's blending in 
with his marble statue. And his eyes open. His eyes open up, and I laughed. That was Not only that, but then he controls a um, remote car to go and, like, put a holographic diamond. Which is uh, some really bad CGI. It was. And then, oh, no, the cop figures it out and uh, because the other guy... And this is probably the best scene in the movie where... Mm. The comedic release sidekick grabs a obvious, you know, this is our hero, our hero slash villain oh, dressed right. in makeup as an old man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait a minute. I sent all the cleaners home. Yeah. And the, the, the guy's like, oh, you can't get me. I'm just an old man. And he's standing there. They have a wide shot and he's clearly standing on like a manhole cover. Yeah. And then the manhole cover explodes and he goes so he just drops through down. the manhole cover. And they're like, oh, no, we lost him. But then, boom. Across the street, a manhole cover explodes 10 seconds later, and there's the thief dressed in a rollerblading outfit. Yeah, he's, yeah, he just, he's wearing he's so black good. and like uh, kind of like baggy, like uh, tactical pants, and yeah. he's like skating along. And then we're introduced to uh, another lead character, which is um, this woman. Thief, yeah. Um, thief. Uh, didn't catch her name, but she refers Ooh, to herself. So in, sexy. Yeah. Ashwarya Ray. She refers to herself in the third person in the movie, which is <laughs> yes, right. Which was very confusing. But she's like really like the female lead because the yeah. other female lead cop like goes away in like mm-hmm. the first act. And then so she is working with the cops, but she's also a thief, but she's also in love with Mr. A. And you know this because they have a lengthy game of rainy basketball oh my god it's like pouring that scene went on so long and it's clearly shot indoors Um, Mr. A it looks like you know this amazing music video from what did you say it looked like uh, like what music video? Yeah, well, like a Christina Aguilera video. Right. Yeah. yeah, but her musical number was just like straight like Beyonce. Like it sounded yeah, like a yeah. Beyonce song. I, and too. we should point out that these musical numbers are often completely disconnected from any narrative. Like you yeah. know, just it'll just cut to like them dancing in an abandoned factory. Yeah, and it'll be like doom doom. It's doom. a yeah. it's a music video style. Yeah, but they and they are singing about like how they really feel, but it's. It exists outside of the reality of the movie. Except sometimes not because um, <laughs> well, there's a fantasy. The, um, woman thief sings a number, and then the uh, Mr. A walks in, and it's obviously in a club where he's seeing her do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. But that's just I think it's just her inner mind. But then yeah. Ali sings a song later on the beach in Rio, yes, and that's sort of oh, right. in situ. Yes. So there's God, that too. It's very weird. So like I love the first ninety minutes of this movie because it is nonstop. The thing that exhausted Colin just had me in my seat being like. I think if it was one of those things where I was in the mood for mm-hmm. it, and I think, it, like I said, you kind of have to latch on to the, the energy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you just miss it, if you're out of sync with it, uh, man, you're not going to have but a good time. But you were singing the uh, theme song all day today. How can you not? Because, <laughs> God damn it, it plays. Doom, doom, doom. It just repeats throughout the movie. And after the intermission, they just hang out in Rio for like an hour and do yeah, nothing. And they, yeah, and they meet this other woman that Ali wants to marry. Which is the same actress as the cop with the Well, in the cans. movie, it's supposed to be her sister, but they just use the same actress. <laughs> Very uh, confusing. It's very and uh, they eventually catch the thief and they let him go. And uh, <laughs> all right, whoa, you're, just, oh, you're just skipping right ahead. Yeah. Well, what else happens? What? There's a crazy car chase where a helicopter yeah. explodes and they just burst through. Yeah, it. that's right. So he jumps over. Does he jump over the helicopter yeah. in, a, in a motorcycle? You see, when I'm describing this, <laughs> sounds amazing. And when you're it all talking, happens in the movie. Too. I know, but when you're talking about it and I'm describing this, I'm like, wow, this sounds amazing. <laughs> and then, like the heroes just burst through the helicopter. Like, did they? kill people in that helicopter? 
helicopter? Because I don't know. Just sitting yeah. there, or he's like a master planner, so I guess he had this all. Oh, and you even point out that in that last high sequence, they pretend to be the dwarves to a Snow White, oh, right. and then they pretend to be children to leave with a kindergarten class. That's right. It's all. It's. Well, it's he's the master of disguise. The real master of disguise. And one Move thing over, I, Dana Carvey. One thing I was I was impressed by was actually his prosthetics. Like every time he showed up in disguise, <laughs> except for, except for the queen. The movie theater one totally fooled me. <laughs> I didn't know what, it was him Napoleon at first. Dynamite. Well, he uh, put like white makeup on his face, yeah. like, and I, I really didn't know it was him. I at was first. pretty good. I was like, yeah, yeah okay. So, so what was your favorite part, Colin? I think I just said it. It was the uh, <laughs> it was master of disguise. Yeah. No, it was the marble, uh, the oh, marble oh, statue yeah. one. That was that was a great. That was pretty, that is a great. It was bit. a good surprise. I do have uh, one question. Mm-hmm. Why is it that they were speaking a combination of English and Hindi? That is a common thing in Bollywood film. Films that they, they will transfer into English when they're talking. I think it's, I mean, I don't, you know, I have no like historical perspective on it, mm-hmm. but I would have to say it has something to do with the British imperialism yeah. and the fact that like, you know, English speaking countries feel like foreign, foreign and mm-hmm. like different and or cultured. If you can speak English, yeah. you're in some form cultured. So that's why there's transitions into that. They used to annoy me to no end well, when I used to watch Bollywood films in my teens. It's strange. You'd almost think like they transfer into English when it's like a common English saying. No, they do it at the end of sentences usually. Yeah. yeah. When they want to make an emphasis on something, it'll switch to English. Yeah, they they like, do you know, that in anime sometimes, but it is often like a phrase. They, this was almost like 50 50 but then there was the scene with the girl from rio and ali mm-hmm. and she's just speaking english and he's speaking like hindi and then a little bit of english and then they're like you guys can't be together because she doesn't know hindi and he's speaking hindi in that scene right. so i it was very confusing well to we me. don't also can't grasp like accents or stuff like that oh yeah like, maybe it was that yeah. probably maybe not as good she wasn't speaking very good english either like worse than the other so i think mm-hmm. it had something to do with that Ooh, harsh well, no, no. I, 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 maybe it's a dialect thing. Okay, I'm, I, I'm sorry if I'm sounding really ignorant to any of you Bollywood fans out there because I just if I've there's any big Bollywood before. fans, let me know because every time I put a call out, being like, "Hey, can someone just like let me know or guide me?" Yeah, just crushing silence. Yeah, and you know the amount of Bollywood that we have on Netflix in Canada is it's a ton. Massive. So there clearly it's, is an audience. Here. It's insane. I wish I could filter it out because oh my god, it's like it's it's a, it's, a, it's just in my feed constantly. Oh, you just want it gone. <laughs> I just, well, I, I just want to s- any of these Bollywood sift movies. through it. It's just like it's so many, and it's like new releases, and there's like mm. ten in a row. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> just give me the English language uh, stuff. Excuse me, I don't go to the movies to read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what was your favorite part? Well, I really liked the musical sequences, um, mm-hmm. just because I, it was just like really, really well choreographed, and just the amount of clearly what work that went into it was like massive um but i'm gonna go with color correction <laughs> this is the most colorful movie i think i've ever seen yeah, very, it was almost hurting my eyes it's very insane. too fast too furious yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like you, you bump everything up so you're like ah. well not only is the set dressing insanely colorful which is i'm sure just like this like the style there they like like bright colors but like mm-hmm. lots of pinks and oranges but just like it's so saturated yeah. and Super contrasty. Saturated. And I also was like, it kind of reminded me of like a Michael Bay movie, you know, yeah. bad boys too. It has that kind yeah. of teal and orange mm-hmm. uh, feel that like Michael Bay movies, it's but very like, heightened. Every prop on set was like a different color. Well, everybody's yeah. matching too. Like yeah. in the last yeah. scene, um, the villain hero is wearing a green shirt 
that matches the green walls that he's in. Oh, yeah. We didn't even point out that. I actually love... Uh, my thing was going to be abs. And he's like, <laughs> There's a lot of abs. Uh, There's but plenty actually, of them. Uh, the ending is really funny where the hero just dismisses the villain. He's like, eh, you know what? You're good. It's yeah. fun, right? Well, <laughs> they, they, the, the hero, or sorry, the villain, I should say, and uh, Ashwarya Ray, yeah. they end up together and running like a burger shop or a bar or something. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the cop kind of shows up and he's like, you know, I found you. And then the the bad guy kind of gives back all the money. He kind of mm-hmm. like e-transfers all the money back. And, <laughs> and then he decides he's not going to be a thief. And he, says, he gives the money back to the rich people he stole. From. Yeah. And the, and the, the cop kind of, you know, says, oh, you know, uh, you're in love. That's cool. And I've got my eye on you. And you know, don't do anything bad. And that's kind of it. It's yeah. like a yeah. little sweet ending, you know? Yeah. After I've robbed like dozens <laughs> and dozens of people, I'm just going to open this burger shop where yeah. my clothes match the walls. I'm and it's sure. Be all good. I'm sure people must have died. They, 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 they hide him to be like a super in, villain. The people in yeah. that helicopter, well, <laughs> he blows up. He's going through the city. Things are blowing up and people yeah. are shooting everywhere. Ugh, Come great. on. All practical stunts uh, uh, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, for the most part, I remember the, uh, waterfall scene where there was yeah. like um re- they were like rappelling down it was mm-hmm. like her training partially but then i think an action sequence she happened. had to jump off with him and he yeah. do you trust me yeah, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't gonna latch her in until like the last minute or something yeah, it was yeah. like a trust exercise and, and the and the final fight ends on the side of a waterfall where they stand stock still just <laughs> yeah and just punch each other. each other yeah um, anything else about this movie? I mean, I would recommend this movie, but yes, you do have to be in the same frame of the right frame of mind. Definitely. I think you were just really tired and you couldn't handle all the awesomeness. Two and a half hours. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't like so long and I'm never looking forward to a movie that's two and a half hours that, you know, I don't know anything about or I'm not really looking forward to. Um, but, but I have to say it's not a bad movie. It's just not. It wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. You weren't in the mood. It's definitely not a bad movie. And no, de- can, no. And there's I can like, understand people watching it though and going like, "Ah, this is bad" because it's silly and dumb and well, big. Well, it's no dumber than like a, a Fast thing, and the Fur- yeah. Furious. Yeah, it, no, for sure, for sure. It is no <laughs> dumber really than not. Too Fast, Too Furious. But I mean, it's slick as hell. Like you know, it's really well shot. It's very inventive. It's got a ton of like great inventive like set pieces and, and camera moves. We mentioned before, like constantly. Yeah. You know, interesting camera moves. It keeps it keeps your attention. For yeah, sure. tons, tons of energy. Yeah, except uh, that last hour. Not enough energy for me. There should have been more energy. Well, you didn't like uh, Creepy Alley's like, uh, yes. fantasy song. Fantasies, and when yeah. they play Russian roulette with a gun, things get serious. Oh, yeah, that's How right. How did his song go? Was it Touch Me, Don't Touch Me? Or is that yes, different yeah, that was one of them. Touch Me, Don't Touch Me. Yeah. I think na, that na, was... Na, uh, na. That might have been an earlier one. That was Ashwarya Ray's song, I think. Oh, no. Touch Me, Don't Touch Me. The, yeah, so many memorable songs. Yeah, we'll remember so it's all coming back to me. We broke it up over two days, by the way. <laughs> so after watching Doom Two, we were all so jazzed. We want to be like, let's watch Doom One. Yeah. So we went on iTunes and we said, play Doom, <laughs> and, and it started. And we were like, wow, this is not the same. But I guess we'll continue watching like, it. I don't know. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in a yeah, Bollywood Carl, film. Yeah, I can't believe Carl Urban didn't come back for the sequel, Doom Two. Yeah. Yes, we're talking about Doom, the two thousand five, two thousand. Five. Okay. So it was actually one year before mm. Doom, Doom 2. Two. Oh, so they're connected wow. based on the hit video game that I played endlessly, like every teenage boy, I'm sure. Who didn't? Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Not yet. <laughs> teenage, teenage boy. boy. <laughs> 
Touche. Uh, you know what? I probably only had the shareware version. No though. girls allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the woman haters club. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, when this movie came out, were you guys like, they're making a movie no. out of Dune? Uh, I probably was. I wasn't a Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. And at this point, I'm probably um, trawling Ain't It Cool News. So I'm getting all the updates. And it wasn't like... People weren't that excited. They were even at that point. They were the, very trepidatious. The time had passed. Yeah. Like this was so far after Doom One and Two. Oh I mean, right, and it's based on Doom Three, right? Which I think had just come out mm-hmm. before this, or something yes. like that. Which you know, I, I wasn't a fan of Doom Three. It just didn't feel like Doom to me. Yeah, the thing about Doom Two is that all I remember it as a kid is that there's chewy looking guys that throw fireballs at you. <laughs> right. Okay. That the face at the bottom gets all more bloody. That you're in hell, and that there's monsters, lava, secret doors. Yeah. And none you get of, a bunch of guns. None of that in this movie. No. And, <laughs> yeah. a, sh- and a double barreled shotgun. That's, that's right. really fun to reload. Yeah. Yeah. There is a cool gun in this. Um, <laughs> that does nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a real um, glaive. Mm. From crawl. Good lord. <laughs> so the problem with this movie is that it's really fucking boring. Yes, <laughs> I knew this going in. Well, we kind of and man, like we timed it, and it was like, okay, wow, something's happening in this movie. We paused it forty six minutes into yeah. this. That's movie. not even the first action. The first like fight happens like an hour and five minutes into the movie. Yeah, yeah this is just the appearance of a monster. This is a a, a creative team that Ugh. doesn't understand the source material mm-hmm. and doesn't understand what it's trying to rip off, which is aliens and predator. That's yes. all this is. Yeah, I just which have... is ridiculous. That's not what Doom is. What no, is Doom? not at all. It's like they hadn't even played the game before yeah. or something like that. But uh, I was like, I was laughing. I was showing you my notes when we were watching this. Mm-hmm. I just put predator plus aliens plus boring equals boring. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I don't understand why a producer like they must have test screened this right. Like, wouldn't people be like boring for first seventy five minutes? And like yeah. the audience is like you said, teenage boys. They're mm-hmm. not going to want to sit through an hour of like dialogue and people walking through dark hallways shock and dark star yeah it's like the same dark hallway shown over and over and this I was shocked this movie was 60 million dollars where did that 60 million go I don't know on that sweet first person sequence Uh, everything is just like dark you can't see anything all the characters like they have very vague characteristics, but like when you watch yeah. a movie like this, even if you compare it to Predator, they never do anything. No, like mm. one of them got killed, his head got knocked off. I don't even know who that was. I can't remember. Yeah, I missed it. Now it's too late. It's like they're all introduced in like they're. Uh, I guess. they grab the guns. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah, that's right. They're in the room and they're doing stuff. The, the, before the gun. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're all like sitting on their beds, horsing around. They're about to go on leave or something. Mm-hmm. And then Sarge, played by The Rock, comes in and is like, leave's been canceled. We got called down to Mars. Mars. Okay, so <laughs> I couldn't mark? confirm this. I was looking <laughs> through Google real fast. But I remember when this movie was coming out that it wasn't originally set on Mars mm-hmm. and that they did reshoots to set it on Mars. And I would believe that because in the movie, they go through this crazy transporter called the Ark to go to the exact same location. The set looks exactly the same. (laughs) Then where was it supposed to be? Just another station? Yes, on Mars, yeah. they're, where they're doing excavations. They have this cool, like, um, Event Horizon kind of thing. Not Event Horizon, sorry. What's that movie where they go through? Um, Stargate. Stargate, yeah. It's yeah. like a Stargate, only it's a big glob. And yes. they jump into it, and then they're at another station that looks exactly the same. It's supposedly on Mars. Uh, and they kind of, like, the whole movie, is, there's no escalation. Yeah. There's nothing. The, the same sequence is like, oh, whoa, there's a zombie person. Happens, like, four times yeah. to each different character. And they all react the same way. They just shoot yeah. it. 
it. Yeah. And then like later on, you keep waiting for like, oh, when are the monsters going to arrive? Doesn't happen on Mars. They go back to Earth to find a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah, it's just <laughs> fuck. It's just so boring and bland. So boring. And it's like you have, and not even like you look at Carl Urban and The Rock. Like look at what they've so become now. Yeah. Now that they are the two gigantic it's like, movie stars, I would watch anything that <laughs> Carl Urban's okay. like. I wish I was a giant. But, yeah, but Carl yeah. Urban is well loved. <laughs> it's just like though. I didn't watch anything that Carl Urban's in. He's so amazing. The Rock, yeah, it depends. Like and Carl Fast Urban could do so much stuff too. Like oh yeah, Dread, uh, the boys uh, star, star trek, trek. star yeah. trek he's incredibly versatile he's fantastic and British. it's just like none of them have any charisma in this movie no like, especially rosamund pike is the uh, <laughs> future, scientist future gond girl and she's terrible yeah, she's, really she's acting horribly she's talking like monotone and then she can't even really scream well and hey i love rosamund pike i think she's great but um totally wasted in this movie yeah well it's it's so weird because like if you're gonna do the predator template the one thing they don't have is that in predators is that giant action scene where every character gets to do something right that defines them as a character and that never happens in this movie. They just yeah. essentially get killed. Suddenly yeah. a character is fighting one of the Hell Knights, I guess is their names. Yeah. And he's like swinging a computer over his head. And there's okay. like electrified that was cool. fields. That was the best. That was one of the best scenes. And you're like, wait, where was this for an hour and five minutes? Yeah, it's just so bland. And then know. nothing happens again for a really long time. Well, it's like they, the get to, they get to Mars and then immediately split up into like mm. pairs or something. And then they get back together and then they split up again. Yeah. And then they go in the sewers and then they split up again. Yeah. Well, this director, I can't pronounce his name. And... Uh, it's a lot of consonants. It is. And whatever way you're going to say it, it's probably not the way it's yeah. supposed to be said. So uh, he directed Romeo Must Die, the Jet Li movie. Not good. Uh, Steve, his movie after this, four years later, was Street Fighter, Legend of Chun-Li. I hear that's great. No, I have not seen that. And he also did Exit Wounds. with, uh, Which was a shockingly big hit when it came out. And really? kind of gave like a second life to Steven Seagal, which he squandered instantly. Yeah. was half past dead. Yes. <laughs> and and his... Ticker, which came out right after Exit Wounds, the Albert film and yeah so like he was a cinematographer and you would expect to be some style to this movie or something nope it's just dark and the camera's always on a steady cam moving around Mm -hmm. and it's just boring so on that note what did you guys like April? Like the only interesting, pretty much the only interesting sequence was the first person shooter sequence, which sounded really bad when you were explaining it to me. Yeah. But when I saw it, eh, I w- it, it was kind of neat. It was like, a, it made it kind of look like all one connected shot. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that it was aided a lot by CG. But I, I also felt like I was in a, like a ride kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it feels like a, like a fan movie that yeah, you'd see on sure. YouTube where someone's yeah. like, I'm going to do all the cool Dune stuff. And it's like, where was this? Where was this before? Yeah. Where? It, it had is, an energy, I think. Yeah. What was that at the hour 30 mark? Uh, yeah. Of <laughs> an hour and 45 minute movie. Um, I did. Hour I did. and 54 minutes. We watched yeah. the unrated version. It's yeah. pretty much the only thing anybody remembers from this movie other than uh, Dexter Fletcher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Director uh, who plays Pinky, the guy in the wheelchair, uh, he went. He probably seen him in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, mm-hmm. and Snatched. I yeah, think. and Snatch. if you're a big fan of uh, Eddie the Eagle and Oh, that's uh, right, Bohemian yeah, and Rhapsody and Rocket Man, yeah, he directed he, all. Of those. He directed those. Now. He filled in for Brian Singer after he was fired from Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but even he's not good. And then in the future, he opened up a space bar uh, mm-hmm. where he meets. <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of De- Dexter On, Jetster. Um, what's the name of that planet? I don't know. Oh, uh, come on. 
<laughs> Whatever. The one where all Why would he know the, the name of the attack Coruscant? of the clones? Coruscant? Coruscant. Wait, are they in Coruscant on that? I think so. I oh, maybe. So. Yeah. yeah, his, um, what is it? The fi- like the 50 designer. Yeah. Hey, Obi-Wan. He looks like uh, Ernest Borgnine. The only joy I got uh, watching Doom was playing like a who's on first game where it's like, which one's Dexter <laughs> Fletcher? And then Colin would be like, Dexter Jexter. He's like, wait, which one directed Eddie the Eagle? He's like, Dexter Jexter. And it's like, no, wait, Colin's lying to us. It's interchangeable. I was, I was joking with my friend. And Jim, that we were going to name the cat Catster Jetster. <laughs> Not that would have been a great name. <laughs> well, and then he's like, "Oh, you're going to tell April." I'm Instead, like, no. you named him. No such thing as a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. No such thing. No as such a bad thing movie as a bad cat. movie. The cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, if I had to pick a favorite thing, it's nice that all the monsters are Sam Winston, like big prosthetic things. Yeah, that's right. I was kind of actually shocking. Uh, which actually makes sense that they all look like Pumpkinhead, which yeah. Stan Winston directed. Oh. That's right. That's yeah. right. And uh, played by Doug Jones. Yes. I don't know which one he played. I think I saw his head at one point. It's uh, (laughs) not his actual head. It said he played the imp. So I don't know if he was just, they had a couple of costumes. Oh, the imp is the Dexter Fletcher. um, No, that's Pinky. That's Pinky. Yeah. Oh, isn't it based on the imp? Is that the name of the... The imp is the the skinny thing that I think Cormac, Carmack. They all kind of look the same. After a while, it's just, I don't know what is what. I want to see tentacles. I want to see like a bandolier and throwing fireballs. I want to see yeah, throwing fireballs. Which um, <laughs> we saw the trailer for the new delayed Doom movie that's Ooh. going direct to video, and there's that in it. We got yeah. fireballs. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you wanted it, you got it. You got How do you it? like oh, it now? No, I'm <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> so, what was your favorite? Now that we've taken the only two good things God in it, damn it, The oh. Rock. Uh, so you said okay. I said the first person scene. Yeah, and I said, said practical, practical effects. I mean, The Rock once he gets to start like balding his eyes and camera. Didn't you love that kung fu fight that comes out of nowhere? You know what? That was actually pretty good. Yes, uh, half well, baked. Uh, half baked, but it was it was like, hey, it's like it an action. This is an action <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. When I'm watching a movie based on the video game Doom, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm picturing two guys having like a karate fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, what? you gotta a have something. Very wire system <laughs> oh fight. Yeah, they have superpowers because we didn't point out that the virus that they find on uh, Mars. Mars. This is a movie that like. For some reason, they didn't want to make it hell. I don't. But they're continually I, I, telling us it's like hell on earth. It's yeah. like they came out of hell. I don't understand. It's a producer saying if it was demons, that's dumb. But if it's gen- genetic mutations, that's more realistic. And it's kind of like Resident Evil, which is another boring movie. But it's like it's based on the video game Doom yes. Three. That went to hell. It was like basically they're doing this uh, archaeological excavation mm-hmm. on Mars, and they uncover this thing that portal portal to hell all the demons come out that's well, how it, but for some reason it's just an infection that mutates people. it could be that um whatever re- producer reason didn't want it to offend religious people um because yeah. hey remember when the south park movie came out they weren't allowed to call it um south park in hell um because they were like you can't put hell in a title so they go okay it's gonna be called bigger longer and uncut and they're like okay great oh, sure, that sounds great <laughs> and then later they realized that that was a too late a dick, dick well, i don't know it's like when the whole premise of the game is about hell and demons because they hell don't spawn. care about the game yeah april's right it's pr- it's a producer <laughs> really? being like oh end of days didn't do that well good so we better not have anything hell related oh, yeah God. i mean it's hollywood so is all stupid. about egos and like 
very snap decisions based on nothing. How is this so, going to play to this audience? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. But it's like the only people that are going to see this are gamers who like the, the well, game. I can guarantee you they said, oh, Resident Evil was a big hit. So we're going to do, because it feels like Resident Evil, that boring yeah, hour right. of nothing in generic hallways. Ugh, can you imagine a Peter Himes, speaking of End of Days, directing Doom? That would have been great. <laughs> well, yeah, it would probably be even darker. Yes, it <laughs> That's like, speaking and, of... Uh, and then Peter Himes would be like, yeah, I fucking know what I'm doing, Arnie. I'll do what I want. Speaking That's of right. speaking of DOPs who became uh, who became directors, Resident Evil was Wes Anderson, Paul W. Paul S. Anderson, Paul w. S. Yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Jovovich and a bunch of um, but disposable look, look people. Look at all the sequels. Did, didn't one come out like last year? It's I'm like sure. Still the final going. chapter. Yeah, Supposedly. I mean, I love love Resident Evil <laughs> Two Apocalypse. Is it the one in the desert? No, that's the one in Toronto. The one where they're all shot in Toronto. Yeah, but this is the one that's. In Toronto, where <laughs> at the end Mila Jovovich runs down the uh, Toronto City Hall. Oh, that's frightening! It blows up. No, it doesn't. It, it explodes at the end, but in the trailer, it makes it look like she's running down and it's exploding behind her. That does not happen in the movie. Really? Oh, this is a movie. I mean, I, I'm gonna hype up Apocalypse. There's a scene yeah. where she's holding a gun and the guys are like, "Put the gun down!" And she's like, "Okay." She drops the gun. But she's so fast, she catches it before it hits the ground and shoots them. <laughs> yes. Is that the one where the liquor comes into the church and she drives a motorcycle yes. at it? And then yes. the church flies, or the, sorry, the, she the, hits motorcycle. It with the motorcycle. Yeah. And then she shoots the gas tank on the motorcycle yes. and blows it up. That's the one that, mm. that script, the Paul W.S. Anderson script said, Mila Jovovich, or uh, what is her name, Alice, break through the glass and the audience jump to their feet. Like that's how he writes the screenplays. And then wow. I marry her. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't direct that one because I think Paul W.S. Anderson huh. uh, is one of the most boring directors yeah. who d- deals with fun material. Yeah. He just can't. Execute it in a fun way. He Not doesn't. Even yeah, he doesn't bring any. Mortal to the Kombat, um, as I've said before, I think is a good movie for for a video game movie. Um, but he was fresh faced and young when he did that. Yeah, yeah. And then well, he did Event Horizon, which I that movie was terrible. It, did not. People love Event Horizon, I know. and I actually watched it recently, being like, "Oh, this sounds like fun. It's bad." That it happened. Every Paul yeah. W. Sanderson problem, which is it's kind of dull. It's really loud. Saw it in the saw it in ninety years old. I saw yeah. it in the theater opening weekend, mm-hmm. and remember it being okay. And I'm like, man, he'll never do another movie like as yeah. good as that, which is pro- <laughs> which is probably true. Wait, but I think it's Paul W. Sanderson. He is consistently like. It, like I go see his movies being like maybe this one will no, be good no actually you know what I liked the last one only because he hired the editor who made the crank movies oh, okay. so it's completely in a different style and incomprehensible the way that it's edited talking yeah. about Resident Evil right yeah Resident yeah. Evil the final chapter it's like he has no like style on his own it's just horrible CG I would uh, love to know why Resident Evil is the way that it is because it is so boring and unconnected from the game well you know uh, it's done locally in Toronto so we should ask. Um, I've known a couple people that have worked on his movies, and as far as I can tell, it's just like, well, now there's a new one this year. It's I like almost, it's I almost worked on two. It's like really? it's like well, the best one. Uh, it's like the a place I used to work at Core that, did the effects for for yeah. one Resident two? Evil Two. The big nemesis guy with like the hilarious practical effects. There was a big like chain gun. Yeah, he blows up the movie theater that appears in Teddy Bomb. That <laughs> <laughs> does not exist anymore. That's great. Uh, anyway, uh, Colin almost got out of saying his favorite thing, but we're going back to it. I love. Yeah. How we like Doom is so boring that we're talking about Resident Evil yes. movies. Now. Another boring movie. Ugh, Not too. Love to. But you God. liked the kung fu sequence. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You did that like was, the kung fu sequence. That was fine. Uh, honestly, well, 
I won't say the sequence, like the first person sequence, because, you know, April already took that, even mm-hmm. though she was in the bathroom and almost missed it. That's not true. We <laughs> called her. We're like, April, you're oh, going to miss it. I missed it. the very beginning of it. The pinky creature at the oh, end. Oh, looks he, good. Kinda, it looks really good. And I remember um, thinking at the time even that, like, wow, this is actually pretty good. And In it, that sequence? Yeah. The at, the very, yeah. at yeah. the very end, it's what uh, Dexter Jetster turns into. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> it's the, the ah, pinky. Milkshakes no more. <laughs> David. But uh, yeah, it actually, it looks really good and it holds up even now, I think. No, it's not practical because we were saying there's, no, a lot it's of, all CG. there's a lot of practical monsters in this, but yeah. there are some, especially towards the end, because there's so many, I think a lot of them are CG. Yeah, supervised by uh, effects supervisor John Farthat. That's right. Um, uh, John Farthat. Uh, I've, I've worked with him and that's all I'll say. <laughs> we'll move from there. All right. Farthat. Okay. Say anything like So, Doom. Yep, not good. Yeah, doom, I'm not getting our doom, seal of approval. Doom, Machari. Yeah, I was like musical numbers. And I do. was yes. I was watching this movie and wishing I had like a, a hundredth of the energy from Doom Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going oh god, some give me a fucking musical, musical number. Play some basketball in the rain. Do something. We didn't even talk about The Rock, who is a non-presence in this movie. Yeah, he's not good. He has no. none of his uh, characteristic charisma. Because he doesn't get to do anything. Nobody like, this does is a anything. Big script and well, directorial issues. Even so. Carl Urban, who we were saying is great, a Looks great character. Actor, but he just, he's not doing anything. He just looks miserable. He looks bored. And, and, and <laughs> bored and bland. Everyone is super bland. The Rock, it's hilarious. You know, you don't realize how fucking big he is now, like physically. Mm-hmm. In the Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious movies, when you see him in this movie, he looks like a teenager. He does. It's like, wow, he's so I mean, skinny. You just see him in the rundown. He looks nothing like he does now. That's his first movie? Uh, no, The Scorpion King was his first movie. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if he had lost weight like you know I Mm -hmm. I think Scorpion King he was still wrestling at the time or something like that maybe this movie was kind of in between careers so he hadn't been bulking up as much so um, yeah we wouldn't recommend Doom but rock movies I'd recommend The Rundown great film it's really funny yeah actually Uh, who's the director again ooh Peter Berg he is not a good person no he's a fucking asshole yeah he's crazy now but he wasn't crazy back then yeah before he went like right wing oh yeah he's a nut job Mile 22. Is he the he guy, yeah. Is he the guy that does all those disaster movies like Deepwater Horizon? Yes, he yes. did. Yeah. And before that, he had done um, Very Bad Things. Oh, that was a horrible I movie. I like Battleship. We should do Battleship for a Patreon episode. Never seen it. Rihanna's really? in it. Really? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, so is um, Taylor Screen Kitch. Dynamo. Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was the double whammy that yeah. summer when John no, Carter no, came triple out. Triple whammy, John Carter, that and Savages, the which Oliver is a movie I've actually That's seen. Right. Savages. Now that is a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. I hey, stupid. There's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> I yeah. try. Yeah, I got about 20 minutes into that movie at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think, was that the last movie that Oliver? No, he did no. something. Re- no, he did that Snowden movie. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Edward Snowden. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of The Rock, uh, this week on the Patreon, we reviewed Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. A movie that The Rock is in. Mm-hmm. But Much he's bigger not rock. sweaty, fast five rock. And we get no. into it in the episode. It's almost like a different character. Yeah, it is. Well, you, you and speaking it. of Carl Urban, who's in Doom, Carl Urban um, 
was in Chronicles of Riddick with Vin Diesel, who was in Fast and the Furious, that we talk right. about on this episode. And yes. uh, I was just reading about this, but Vin Diesel turned down the lead role in Doom. He did. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So they've been competing like And we should give, we should give a little taste to people that everybody at this table loves Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, all yeah. three. All I like, grew up watching Pitch Black. We had it on VHS. I, I yeah. saw Chronicles of Riddick in the, in the theater. I was like, this is great. And yeah. then like, the reaction, I was like, huh? Yeah, it, it was a big failure. Yeah. And I watched a it. That's when they, they it gets like wacky. It's yeah. like, whoa, this is like, like space battle. Yeah, it's like something out of a heavy metal like yeah. uh, yeah. magazine or something. And my boy, Calm Fior. Yeah, that's right. As a necro, is it Necromonger? Yes. Necromonger. Yes. Yeah. That movie is wild. Who you can like teleport it. around? Oh no, we're on the lava planet. And we gotta race the sun. Oh, uh, yeah. crematoria. Crematoria. Oh my God, so funny. And Where you have to, you have to too. outrun the sun. Yes. And that movie yeah. filled with great stuff. He it, kills a man with a cup. But I love how, like, the sun, Judy the Dench. line in the sun that's yes. approaching. Well, I mean, that was a big year for that. Mummy Returns, remember? You could, you could, remember. You could stand a foot Speaking away from this line in the sun, but if you're in the sun, it's like, you know, 10,000 degrees. <laughs> but, you know, you can stand a foot of the way, a foot away and Ooh, not, be, which not is have any problems. Vin Diesel's greatest weakness, because on Furia, where he's from, it's yeah. dark. And yes, that's why he has to wear the glasses. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, that's right. he's so cool in those movies. Yeah, he he's is so much cooler than, he, mean, than I love Dom. Punchy, like, dad Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yeah. Pretty I mean, funny Dom? Too. <laughs> yeah. Dom? Uh, I, I saw you say, he's so much cooler than he is in Sydney. Uh, <laughs> Lume, <laughs> Lume, find, find me guilty. <laughs> He's got his hair. Boy, he's never I, gonna live I, that down. I wish you do a Vin Diesel episode. Chronicles of Riddick, find me guilty. I think there's a great <laughs> supercut. I remember on SNL when uh, David Spade was hosting the Weekend Update, mm-hmm. or he would do the little Hollywood Minute things, yeah. and then uh, he made like a supercut of Vin Diesel doing the rounds, the press rounds for Find Me Guilty, <laughs> and he would uh, appear on every single talk show and tell the exact same story in the exact same way. Listen, well, you just need one person in a room to see you. <laughs> I know yeah. that's the thing that's and what they're paid to do just repeat the same but it shit. was like you know and I, I, and I gained all the weight by eating ice cream and like you know Sidney Lumet was inspired yeah. blah 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 the exact almost like word for word like he practiced it yeah and it was so funny Indeed, the Lady Gaga one and the same <laughs> yeah what have you seen the well because she told that story where like they did a super cut of her being like you see one person in a room and said it a hundred times right have you right. seen that, that video of Vin Diesel selling street sharks yes, yes. it's amazing uh, yeah if you guys look haven't seen guys. that, look up Vin Diesel Street Sharks. Yeah. It's so funny. And his breakdancing video, which is on YouTube. Oh, I haven't seen that. Have you not? No. Oh, that's it's amazing. That's it's how I learned how to breakdance. That's Vintage Vin. Vintage Vin. Vintage Vin. <laughs> mm, 20 years. This is the perfect vintage. He's already prop- uh, probably copyrighted that. Oh, he should start his own wine. Well, yeah. Vin- vintages. His name means wine gas. What? It does. So wait, imagine he's like, hey, here's my wine, wine gas. And it's like, you didn't, what? You didn't oh. use Vin anywhere in the name? I didn't, what does that, that mean? I have to cry. That was a funny tweet I saw years ago. My name means wine gas. Wine um, I kept like trying to get like my friends who are pregnant to name their what? name their babies Vincent because I was like, you can call him Vinny, but secretly I was going to call them Vin. Vin. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just call yeah. him? Why don't you name your kid Vin Diesel? Then yeah. whatever the last name is, Vin Diesel Johnson, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what kind of trying to trick Diesel your friends anyway? into naming them? Uh, it's, uh-huh. it's a name that he 
made up as yeah. an actor. That's why. Well, mm. that's pretty good. Mm. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, Doom Two is available on Amazon Prime mm-hmm, uh, in in Canada and in the U.S. As far as I know, uh, and Doom is on iTunes, and you can find it everywhere. Ooh, it's a can, it's a can, fairly well known movie. If I choose either the theatrical or, or the, the unrated, unrated right. which is ten minutes longer, <laughs> if ten can, minutes of them <laughs> looking around the same corridor. If I can make a recommendation, if people just want to check out one, technically two. Um, Indian films, not actually tech, a Bollywood one. It's Bahubali. There was like a clip going around uh, Twitter that people were sharing of people being like th- thrown in a catapult through oh, the air. Oh, yeah. That I saw amazing. that the other day. Yeah, I was like, Bahubali oh my God. Too. That was insane. And uh, they're both on Netflix. They're like these big, giant epics. Um, mm. I think a friend of mine said it perfectly is like, it's like Kung Fu Hustle if played straight. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. It, 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 it's jokey, but it's not like. They don't want you to laugh. They want to be like, ah, this is awesome and crazy. And that same director, unfortunately, the film's not on Netflix anymore, but it was, which is my go-to recommendation for an Indian film. It's called Iga, not the MST3K okay. uh, film. Yeah. It's about a man who's in love with a woman, and then that man is killed by a rival, and the man is reincarnated as a fly and takes mm. revenge. <laughs> And cool. he needs to kill that man. It is so good. Like, unironically amazing. Like, do you want to see a montage where a fly is doing, like, push-ups with, like, paper clips? What? Well, you can see it in this movie. Oh, my God. See, fly what? musical number? Ega, Ega, Ega. I, uh, that's what I say, like, I, so, sometimes you just need to go, like, to, for, not, you need to visit foreign um, movies and TV to get, like, interesting plots because uh, sometimes Western things are just so boring. You would never... Get, yeah. Have a movie like that made well, here. Well, I mean, you know, in Markham, there's a um, Indian cinema that is right. massive. It has like yeah, a yeah. thousand have, seats. Yeah, yeah. It I has heard. the biggest screen I have ever seen. Even oh. like bigger than IMAX. Right? Yeah. And it's in the mall. <laughs> yeah, there's, sorry, there's a huge population, uh, yes. Indian population in Markham. So, you know, we should, uh, next time there's a big Bollywood blockbuster, we should go uh, out and see it. And, Doom 4. And they have <laughs> the, the intermission and everything? Yep, intermission and everything. You can oh, get like cool. Indian snacks. There's like oh. painted, the stars are painted on the stairwell and stuff oh, like that. Nice. Yeah, it's a blast. All right. So uh, yeah. So check check that out. Uh, and if you want to email us, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're also at no such thing pod. And we already mentioned the Patreon uh, five dollars a month. Uh, every two weeks, you'll get a little bonus episode. And uh, we just did our uh, bad movie draw. So if you're two or above, every couple months we'll uh, pick you and uh, we'll pick you. We'll pick you. No, there's a chance that we'll, you'll be picked. There's a chance, and then <laughs> and then we will watch uh, whatever movie you recommend and. Doom okay, wait, 2 is probably yeah, wait, the best we have a We have a new rule we're introducing. Oh, that's right. Um, we're going to ask that it is at least two hours or under. Yeah. Because we had to split it up into two viewings because... Uh, we're not going to watch Russian got, Ark. Well, life got in the uh, way. Russian Ark is actually only 90 minutes. It what? is one take. Actually, it's like shorter than that. I think it's like 78 or something like that. Oh, shit. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, Russian Ark. You're thinking because it's one long take. Okay, I'm thinking of that movie that was like 13 hours or something. <laughs> Uh, I think it was like the last Peter Jackson Hobbit film. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, most like B movies and bad movies are under two hours, but Mm. we're just going to specify that in the future just so we don't end up running out of time like we almost did. Wasn't that Michael Douglas one also two hours? It was. Disclosure was long. That's kind of strange for that time period, though. Maybe under 100 minutes. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Ideally, 89 minutes. (laughs) 85. (laughs) 
20th Century Oz disclosure, Doom 2. I think Doom 2 is the best out of those. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Big yes. time. So we got a, we had a great progression there. Um, and if you want to uh, uh, tweet at me, I'm at April at Mansky. Uh, you can tweet at me at DeCluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, and the letter J. Follow me on the Important Cinema Club podcast, a podcast I do every week. And I have a new one called what? the Bay Street Video Podcast, mm-hmm. where what? there's a video store um, called Bay Street Video. That's DVDs and rentals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And me and the product manager talk about what's coming out every week. Oh, it's a cool, lot of fun. Man. You can learn about a lot of new movies you've never heard about. That's basically the point of the podcast. And oh, what's, what's right. it called? It's the Bay Street Video Podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud. Cool. Check it out. All right. You can tweet at me. It's Sergeant Zima, S G T Z I M A. That's about it. We say tweet. We're like, no, follow us. Don't tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow, follow. Follow, and we might tweet sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. I'm April Lipmansky. I'm Justin McClue. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Doom, 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 doom,